Psalm 119, verses 105 to 112. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. I have sworn and confirmed that I will keep your righteous judgments. I am afflicted very much. Revive me, O Lord, according to your word. Accept, I pray, the free will offerings of my mouth, O Lord, and teach me your judgments. My life is continually in my hand, yet I do not forget your law. The wicked have laid a snare for me, yet I have not strayed from your precepts. Your testimonies I have taken as a heritage forever, for they are the rejoicing of my heart. I have inclined my heart to perform your statutes forever to the very end. As we've noted through Psalm 119, it is a, uh, a long psalm working its way really through the Hebrew alphabet and every uh, section works with a letter And yet the theme throughout all of Psalm 119, all of these many, many verses, is one theme, that the word of God is faithful. And that is where the psalmist stands. That's where he has planted his feet. And you see that even through this section of Psalm, even there in those last two verses, 111 and 112, we'll get to this at the end, but twice there, forever. This is where I stand. Forever my feet are planted. That's really the big idea of this section of the psalm. It's found there in in the first verse. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. The big idea here is the idea of guide. Your word is a lamp to my feet. To every single step that I take. You've probably tried to walk in the dark before. Getting some, maybe it's taking out the trash or doing something and you don't take the time to turn on the lights or grab a flashlight, you just run out there to do it. It's difficult. I remember one time we were, my family and I went on a trip. We went uh, to the mountains in North Carolina and there was this cave and we went down deep into the cave and, and we got way deep down in the cave and then the, the guide turned off the light so we could see how dark it was and did was pitch black. I mean, you could hold your hand right here and not see it. It was incredibly dark. You could feel the darkness. Light is incredibly important in places like that. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And what we'll see as we work our way through these verses is that that is true regardless of the circumstances you find yourself in. Regardless of the darkness that is surrounding you. What is true is that your word is a lamp to my feet. To every single step that I take, it is a light to my path. I've sworn and confirmed that I will keep your righteous judgments. I will do this. This is what I have committed to. This is what I believe. This is where I stand. I am afflicted very much. Revive me, O Lord, according to your word. As you have promised, do what you have said. I am afflicted very much. This is not just a slight annoyance. He is afflicted very much. In fact, as we'll see as you get down into the psalm, he says even in verse 109, my life is continually in my hands. 
The idea there is it's like it's held out. Someone could easily snatch it out. He is in constant danger of having his life taken. So the psalmist finds himself afflicted very much. And he cries to the Lord. Revive me according to your word. Revive me as you have promised. Accept, I pray, the free will offering of my mouth, O Lord, and teach me your judgments. The free will offering, a voluntary offering. This is praise without any expectation for compensation. Even as the psalmist cries out to the Lord, revive me. He's not, he's not here expecting some kind of transaction. Lord, if, if I obey you, then you'll revive me. The psalmist prays here is motivated. His faith even in this psalm and walking by the words of the Lord. It's not motivated by favor. What he can get from God. Rather, it's motivated by love and truth. He offers praise. Because the Lord deserves praise. Because he loves the Lord. He walks by the word. Because it is the truth. One commentator noted that he knows that to be accepted by the Lord, his praise must be genuine and not a cover for his insincerity. This is genuineness. This is true faith. It's not just insincerity. He's not just putting on a show. This is true. This is real. This is praise that flows from his mouth, not because he wants something from God, but simply because of who God is and what he has said. So in light of that, teach me your judgments. Let me know it all the more. I want to know you and I want to know you more. My life is continually in my hands. I mentioned this earlier. That's the, the idea that it's just it's held out in front of him in his palm. Anyone could just come and take it out. His life is constantly in danger. And yet even there in the valley of the shadow of death, as he is walking through this affliction, where his life is constantly in danger, death is all around him. Even there, the word guides him. Even there, the word of God is a lamp to his feet and a light to his path. Which is exactly what he goes on to say. My life is continually in my hand. It's con I'm constantly in danger of losing my life. Yet, I do not forget your law. He highlights it again, verse 1 to The wicked have laid a snare for me. They are actively after me. Yet... I have not strayed from your precepts. My life may be in danger, but my soul is secure, so I stand fast. I still trust in your word. I know the truth, and I will live by the truth. I will walk in the light of the Lord, in the light of his word, regardless of the darkness and the circumstances and the dangers around me. Because your testimonies I've taken as a heritage forever. The idea there, it's the idea of possession. 
They are mine. I am clinging to your word. I am clinging to your promises. I am clinging to what you have said, clinging to your word forever. There's a commitment here. They are the rejoicing of my heart. I have inclined my heart to perform your statutes. Not just to to know, but to even to do. Faith without works is dead. As James says. Not just knowing the truth. But if you know the truth, if you really believe the truth, it will impact you. It will lead to doing So your, your testimonies I've taken as a heritage forever. They are rejoicing in my heart. I've inclined my heart to perform your statutes forever to the very end. Regardless of where it takes me and where it goes. Forever. Forever your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. My dad runs his cleaning business in South Carolina. Many of you know that. I've used many illustrations from his business. He cleans this one church that is out in Easley. It's about 30 minutes away from where my parents live. And I mean, this is a massive Southern Baptist church. Uh, they have a gym that rivals Bob Jones's gym. They have their own bowling alley at this church. Um, and th- this is a massive church. And... Um, I basically grew up cleaning this church. And so one time, there's like three or four levels. And so obviously they have an elevator that goes up and down. And uh, one time, I, I got in the elevator. I had my vacuum and my trash can. And I get in, and I hit the button, and I sit back. And the elevator starts, and then stops. <laughs> it wasn't moving. I was stuck on the elevator. And I had to, I had to the door was a little bit, it didn't close all the way, which was my first clue it might not be working. Uh, and so, <laughs> but I still tried to go on it. So I had to like get my fingers in there and kind of open it just enough to where I could squeeze through. And the whole way I was scared to death, all of a sudden it's gonna start working. And, <laughs> but I got out and I had to carry my stuff upstairs. It was incredibly uh, inconvenient. But I say that because Elevators are incredibly convenient when they work, are they not? But there's that sign inside that says, in case of fire, use stairs. Elevators are incredibly convenient, they are incredibly helpful, and yet there are circumstances that limit the effectiveness of the elevator. Whether that's fire or a power outage. And yet what we're reminded of This evening in this section of scripture is that the word of God is not like an elevator. It is not a mere crutch that is helpful in the right circumstances. But in this circumstance, it loses its power. That is not the word of God. The word of God is the truth. It is the standard for life and practice. It does not change regardless of the circumstances. Even in the valley of the shadow of death, even there the word of God is true and powerful and sharp and effective. So brothers and sisters, like the psalmist here, recognize that the word of God is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path regardless. And be committed like the psalmist to cling to the word 
to take it as a heritage forever, to incline your heart to perform the statutes forever. Cling to the word of God. It is the truth. It is the power. Regardless of your circumstances, the church and the Christian loses much when they abandon the word of God. They lose everything. Stand fast in the word of God. Let it be a lamp to your feet and a light to your path, regardless of your circumstances, wherever you go. Walk in the light of the word. With that,